Before that, I was spinning wheels. I was getting like, you know, shiny object syndrome. Maybe I'll do this. Maybe I'll do that. Oh, let's try this. Let's try that. And it wasn't until I really discovered and went down this pathway of knowing myself on even um, even the neuroscience of my personality that everything clicked and I had this sense of peace, clarity, direction, centeredness, confidence, that I knew what the right pathway forward for me was. Legacy is our mission. Impact is our vision. But in the red ocean of fake gurus and wannabe experts, there's only one way to truly stand out and break through the noise. Welcome to the Masters of Influence podcast, where you will learn tips, tricks, and strategies to help you scale your online business faster than you ever thought possible. The quality of your life is in direct proportion to the amount of uncertainty you can comfortably live with. Tony Robbins. With that being said, I'm here with the amazing Vanessa Jane Patrick, who's an international professional speaker, profiler, group trainer, and transformational coach who empowers individuals and teams to discover who they are, have the courage to live authentically, and to contribute meaningfully. Through her online and offline seminars, programs, and writing, She's now the founder of the Limitless Potential eight-week group coaching empowerment program and the Discover Your Genius, Unleash Your Greatness 12-week dive, deep dive, utilizing a unique blend of personality, psychology, and self-development tools. Such a pleasure to have you here. Welcome to the Masters of Influence podcast. Awesome to be here. Thanks for the invite. You're welcome. So this audience involves a lot of solopreneurs, entrepreneurs that are looking to grow their business, to utilize what they've discovered as their genius, to impact the world in a bigger way, to reach more people. And what a coincidence. That's what you focus on, isn't it? Totally. So can you share a little bit more what you focus on and your story? Yeah, basically all of the work that I do now is to empower leaders right? For people to identify what their key strengths are, what their genius is, and to step into that full inspiration, following through, creating a life where you get to grow and develop yourself in your most inspired ways and contribute meaningfully um, with your own unique gifts. And the reason why I'm so passionate about creating what I call limitless leaders um, is basically because uh, the, my journey of getting to this point was coming from kind of the opposite, right? Like allowing everybody externally to me um, lead my life, living to the expectations of everybody around me, being very disconnected to who it is that I am, what I'm inspired by and directing and leading my own life. Um, one of the ways I like looking at this is um, through um, the words of Bronnie Ware, 
who was a palliative care nurse who actually interviewed people on their deathbed right before they were about to leave this world. And she basically asked them all, you know, what is the one thing that you regret the most in your life? Um, and basically she collated all the different uh, answers that she got and they could all be categorised into these five distinct categories. And the number one regret of the dying was that I wished I had have lived a life, I wish I had have had the courage to live a life true to myself rather than one I felt was expected of me. And basically, I was handed that book by Bronnie Ware, The Top Five Regrets of the Dying, back in 2013, when I, I was just getting a t my very first taste for all things personal development. And I was on the pathway to become a lawyer. I'd done a business degree that my brother picked for me never knew what I wanted to do. Um, and then I just thought, oh, well, I still don't know what I want to do. Why don't I do law? Because it'll open up a lot of doors. So I thought on a conscious level. And um, at that point in time, I, the, the closer I was getting to the end goal of becoming a lawyer, the more and more I was um, feeling really scared, terrified, disconnected from myself, um, to the point where I was ending up in the fetal position with no real physical um, explanation as to why I couldn't move, why I um, was, yeah, on the floor in the fetal position and not being able to engage in life fully. And basically um, at the time, my then partner introduced me and took me to um, a Tony Robbins event. And that was my first ever taste of wow, like there's a whole other world out here. There's a, like, I can actually make a different decision here. And basically to give you the shorter story of kind of what happened for me, my pivotal moment in my life um, at this time being a full-time uni student um, who was, yeah, had a year and a half left on her law degree, um, had gone out into the corporate world and worked in um, mortgages and in the banks and knew that that wasn't for me and that I wanted something else. But only knowing that um, in order to get anywhere else in life, it, my perspective was you have to go to university. I didn't know there was another realm of development, um, development, uh, developing. Um, I was just trying to invent a word then. But um, basically at that point in 2013, I was at my second Tony Robbins event and there was a couple of thousand people. It was here in Australia on the Gold Coast and uh, basically, we were going through this um, through this exercise where we were questioning our own path. Like, why did we decide to do the things that we're doing in our lives at that point? And basically, I was having a real internal battle. Like, this part of me um, was like, you know, what are you doing, right? Like, you're not a lawyer. Who do, like, why are you going down that path? That's not who you are, that's not what you want. Um, and then this other fear-driven place was saying, well, you've got to finish what you started. You're too old to make a change. And basically I, I was 24 or 25 um, at that time. 
And basically, um, yeah, I was having this inner dialogue, this knowing I was on the wrong path, but then all my fears and insecurities coming up and trying to make me stay on the same path. And literally right in this moment of my internal battle, across the room of this couple of thousand people, this woman, this older woman stood up and she just had tears streaming out of her eyes. And But she was in this kind of joyful state, like this grateful state. And she kind of was yelling out to Tony Robbins and he came over, he gave her the mic, he said, what's going on for you? And she said, oh, my gosh, like she said, all my life I've been a hugely successful lawyer, you know, um, I'm currently 65 years old. Um, I did everything that um, I felt would make me a success, but I've been through three divorces. None of my children talk to me. And I've just made the realization that I chose to become a lawyer because I felt that was uh, what my father expected of me. And why? And I did that because I thought I'd get all of his love, acceptance, approval. And so now at 65 years old, I feel so lucky that I've just made this discovery and I've got the entire rest of my life left to live authentically to me, to discover what it is that I'm passionate about and to live fully in alignment with that. And I'm so grateful that I've made this discovery now. Um and basically in that moment, um, me, 25 years old, um, having the internal battle, thinking I'm too old to make a change, all that limiting belief just got shattered in that moment because this woman, 40 years on me, being so grateful uh, for the whole rest of her life to live authentically in alignment with the truth of who she is, um, all of that went out the window and I shifted to how grateful I am and how young I am to have made that discovery. And um, that was, yeah, the moment in my life where everything changed, where all my deepest fears that kept me on the wrong path, they actually came true, right? Like my family called me a failure, um, you know, disowned me for a period of time. Um, I joke now that my mum deleted me off Facebook, deleted me out of her phone for a few months because now she's like my biggest raving fan, my biggest supporter. She even works in my business with me and supports me on that. Um, but basically I had to be willing to take on that uncertainty, right? Like you just expressed at the beginning, beginning of this show, of this episode, my very favorite quote that got me through the transitional point to get off the wrong path and discover the right path, you know? And so, um, you know, living with uncertainty creates the quality of the li of life that we get to design rather than to default into what most people do, which is just follow what our family expects of us um, and, you know, do what society tells us to do in the timeline that they tell us to do it. And we get to the end of our lives, you know, with the majority of the population having that number one regret of the dying, you know, not having the courage to live a life true to ourselves. So that's really, um, you know, like Demartini, Dr. John Demartini would say, our perceived voids create our values and so my void of not leading my life and not being in control of my own destiny um, actually became my highest value. And, um, and that's why I'm so passionate about, 
you know, helping other people discover what their true gifts are. Like, and that's why I love personality psychology because it gives us a real clear path in terms of that. Um, but not only that, I use a lot of different tools and different perspectives. There's so much great information and knowledge out there. Um, but ultimately, the end game is to help people align fully with what their gifts are, their strengths are, and get inspired and become their own limitless leaders uh, so that they can actually create other leaders and may leave a lasting legacy, make a meaningful difference with their lives. Yeah. That's amazing. And I could totally relate to the feeling of getting into something at a very deep level and then realizing, wait a second, this is not really my calling. For me, I thought I always wanted to be a rock star, like a singer in a band, and went to Hollywood, did the whole thing. And then I realized, wait a minute, there's like this whole package that comes with this choice around life. And is this really what I want? All these things that come with it? Not really. What I want is meaningful impact. And there are other ways to do so. I think everyone has their own path like you did. And it's a beautiful thing that you found it earlier on. Now, did you transition quickly? Did you go from, I'm doing this whole degree thing to, okay, now I'm going to be a life coach. Or was it a slower transition? Great question. And this is you know, I'm somebody who does kind of jump and burn the boats, right? Like, and so it's not for everybody. I can see how it might look risky, but yeah, like how timing was everything. What happened for me when I made that discovery was it was on the second last day of an event. And so I had two days where um, the day after the event finished, my it was the last day that I could let my university know that I wasn't coming back for the next semester, um, and so I did that and um, and basically I didn't know what the right pathway was at that point. I just knew what the wrong one was and what I'd actually learned about myself because this is the thing, everybody's terrified of making a step in the right direction until they make it because when you make that first step, that's when you get all the courage um, that you were missing before you had the faith to take the first step. And basically, um, it was a shift in mindset as well. And um, and I help a lot of people with this because basically, um, we all have a sense of belonging. We all want to belong. We all want to be accepted and approved of and loved and all those sorts of things. And our family is obviously the first place that we get to experience that. And basically, all of my fears that had kept me from allowing that inner voice to come up and let me know, hey, like, wake up, call, what are you doing? All of those fears that were kind of trying, trying to dull down that voice were basically connected to um, the repercussions, right? All my fears coming true, my family disowning me, which happened. But the reason why I was able to deal with that was because I realized, firstly, I had the courage um, and the certainty from within, so I wasn't dependent or needing it from anybody else. Um, and secondly, uh, I realized that my family really just wanted me to be happy. It's just that their model of the world was in order for anybody to be happy, they need to be a successful doctor or lawyer or, in my dad's mind, it would be an engineer for me, right? And That's um, I was born too, by the way. 
aha. And, you know, most of us, right, because the personal development industry didn't exist, at least not for us um, at this degree when we were kids, right? Um, and so, yeah, that's that's basically um, I when I realised that my parents just want me to be happy, um, it transitioned from me being so fearful to even address that to, okay, it is upon my shoulders as an adult now to take them on this journey with me. And if they ultimately want me to be happy, then this is a decision that is help, that's moving us in the direction, the shared vision that we have for me to be a fulfilled human being, right? I just got to show them another way. And like I mentioned before, like, honestly, my parents, I have my, some of my best relationships are with my parents now. And we've both um, shifted from child parent relationship to adults respecting and appreciating and honoring our decisions, even if they go against what we would most likely choose for ourselves. So um, I'm very grateful for that. Absolutely beautiful. And I say so because one of the most common roadblocks we can have while going through a transition like that is imposter syndrome. So that was a beautiful way to handle the uncertainty. What were some of your first steps? I actually wrote um, a guide on this um, when it first happened called the freedom formula. Um, But basically um, the first step was acknowledging what's wrong, right? You know, having a level of self-awareness to realize like, hey, and the courage to recognize when you're on the wrong path. Like most people are waiting to discuss, they stay on the wrong path, whether it's in the wrong relationship or the wrong career path or whatever they're doing. And they think, oh, just hold on to this thing I know is wrong. And then when I eventually discover what's right, right, the right person comes into my life or the right opportunity for career path comes into my life, oh, then I'll make the change. Um, But what they don't realize is it takes a hell of a lot of energy to stay in a position that you know is wrong for you. And so you don't have all that energy. You're, you're, you know, you're choose, you're making a choice. Oh, I'm going to put 50% of my, um, my energy here in this thing I know is wrong for me. And then I'm going to put 50% on trying to discover the thing that's right. Well, I would say, Let's take 100% of your energy and let's direct it towards your pathway forward. But in order to do so, you've got to acknowledge what's wrong, what's not working, and you've got to be willing to not waste your energy in that direction. Um, so, yeah, that that would be, um, you know, the, the first step is acknowledging what's wrong and deciding consciously, knowing that you're always at choice point and then deciding consciously to how much you're going to um, direct your energy in any which direction. And, um, yeah, so that would be the first step, acknowledging what's wrong. Um, and even at that point, I actually thought at the time um, my partner was a personal trainer and I was like my passion was health and fitness. And so I thought at that time, oh, like I'd already been helping him in his online business and um, I figured, well, that's probably what we're going to do. 
And, um, and basically it ended up evolving from there into relationship coaching and knowing that if you don't get your mindset right, you know, um, nothing else is really going to flow. Um, but, you know, it was a discovery path and it was all about dealing with uncertainty and backing yourself. And I actually instilled um, a really strong belief that I um, really equate to a lot of the success that I've had in any area of my life, which is I have a really strong belief that I thrive in uncertainty. I don't just survive, I can't, I don't just survive it, but like I invite it in. You know, I, and we were having a little talk before um, we hit record today, you know, about challenge and how, you know, that word can be perceived in a really negative way. And the way I look at it as like, I'm going to thrive in that, like bring on the challenge because I will figure it out. I will thrive. I will grow. And um, the opposite to having that would be to stay small and stay stuck. So mindset um, we were also talking about this, you know, it's 80% mindset in any um, direction that you're going to take. Um, but you have to be willing to back yourself in order to have to develop the courage to be able to move forward. Um, yeah, there's plenty of steps there, but yeah. I'm glad you mentioned the whole action before belief, because I know that's the whole chicken or the egg dilemma, right? You get to think, okay, how do I believe in myself better so I can take action? Or is it that I take action and then believe in myself and you just confirmed it, right? You're saying, for me, I took action, belief came afterwards because of that action. Totally. Um, I just want to mention something that I'm always reiterating based on that, which is <clears throat> inaction breeds fear and doubt and taking action breeds confidence and courage. So we have to be willing to, to move forward like the more you hold back, the more you overthink things and take your time on this, the more opportunity fear, um, you know, gets to breed, right? And all of that doubt. So, yeah, the best decisions I've made in my life have been, could look risky from the external world, um, but, you know, just diving into what you're inspired by and trusting in your ability to figure things out because, and we know I'm not trying to be a quote machine here, but, um, you know, like Henry Ford would say, um, you know, uh, whether we think we can or we can't, we're right. And, and that's why we have to back ourselves. Okay, so you just mentioned first get to what's wrong. Get to the depths of that. Let's say I've taken care of that. Now what? You have to have the courage to make a move, even if you don't have exactly where you're going, in alignment, you have to be willing to, to stop what's not working because it's wasting your energy. Then it's about a discovery, you know, it's a discovery process. Um, so I look at things as discover, develop, deliver, right? That's kind of my mentality about it. So you've got to go on a journey of discovering what is right for you. Be a lifelong learner in this regard. Um, build the awareness around yourself. I actually, um, I always start with people in terms of um, tapping into your untapped energy source of inspiration. If you can tap into inspiration, 
Like you're going to have the fuel to navigate any challenge, any obstacle. If you don't tap into inspiration, challenges come up and you're stunted. Like that's, it's all over, right? Um, Because you're not, you're not, um, you're not utilizing what's available to you in terms of what truly inspires you. So always um, I would say, um, all right, I'm going to take a step back here actually, because I'm talking in my old self, and a few years passed before I then discovered you do need to clear the past to make way for your future. So I think that there is um, actually a going back in time to rewrite your history, to heal your own wounds, to navigate relationships that have hugely impacted your identity, um, and also looking at personality types in terms of to show you not who you are, but actually who you are not. Like what are those patterns that you've created a personality as a um, defense mechanism to the external world? We need to go and see what those things are that are driving you so that then you do get to a place of authentic inspiration, which is you've cleared the past. You're not being navigated and directed by trying to prove your dad's wrong, right? Or trying to live up to your mother's expectations or, you know, any other influential people. And you're actually, now that you've cleared that past, that past, uh, you can step into a place of real discovery that's coming from an authentic place. Um, and then basically you go on to develop yourself in your most inspired way. And the ultimate end game, I believe, um, for every human being is a dual vision. Number one, we all want to love and be loved at the full capacity, right, that we can as human beings. And number two, we all want to make sure that we feel like our lives matter, that we make a meaningful difference. And that's what I think of when we um, talk about the delivery. It's like you've discovered who, who it is that you are. You've discovered what inspires you. You've cleared the past to make way for your inspired future. You're now developing yourself in love and in life and in uh, what how you want to make a meaningful difference. And then you get to deliver that and really put your... Um, put your most authentic inspirations into real action and uh, real contribution to the world. And that's on a personal level and it might grow bigger. I know your audience are a lot of coaches. So um, yeah, you know, as a coach, you're looking to make a really meaningful um, impact in the world, masterful influences. Or That's right. And the only way to be able to influence someone else is by becoming a master of yourself. Absolutely. Yeah, that's huge stuff about clearing up the past because I've seen a lot of people that don't want to take a look at their past. And what happens is the past will have chains on you. As you keep walking forward, you have this ball and chain dragging you back. You know, why does it feel hard? Uh, why do I feel like I, I have imposter syndrome? Why do I want to control things so much? Right. The outcome that's why this has to be addressed because it's the only way to make a mass level impact instead of just the 20 people in your inner circle. So, okay, let's say I've cleared the past and I know my authentic drive. Now what? What's the next step? I love this question because, um, you know, being in the personal development space, uh, it's, it's very one size fits all. 
it's very much like, okay, like here are the things, here are the 12 rules for life, right? My Jordan Peterson, who I love. Um, but here are all the um, generalized concepts um, to be the best human being that you can be. And basically, this is where I get quite detailed with the individual. And uh, the reason I do so is because um, with personality psychology, I believe like it's been the most influential, most impactful uh, framework that I have come across in everything that I've discovered in personal development. And I call myself kind of a bit of a human guinea pig of all things personal development. I learn from vast variety of different people. I build all their frameworks and my whiteboard over there. I put every time I learn a new framework, I'm trying to see how it all fits together. And the most beneficial framework I've ever found has been around the personality psychology, which looks at the neuroscience of your personality, what's going on in your cognitive functions. And without going on a rabbit, down a rabbit hole with you guys on that right now, um, I would just, I'll stay on the surface with it. But basically, we all have uh, different ways that we're using the brain's capacity. And basically, you have um, a real two real strengths that, that make up what we call your genius. And, you know, the cost of specialization in the brain is that we also have weaknesses that don't need to play out that way if we know what they are and we get to mitigate them. But basically, what I do with individuals, once they have cleared the past and they've tapped into authentic inspiration is to show them how their brain is actually wired and to go, here's your unique pathways for growth, right? Not just this one size fits all, which can be very beneficial, but why is it that so many people in this industry feel like they're just kind of spinning and they're learning a lot of stuff, but they're kind of in the, the mouse wheel, right? Like they're not actually getting anywhere. They're not getting any traction, but they're exerting a hell of a lot of energy and a lot of great intentions. And the reason is, is because you're, uh, you may actually be developing yourself uh, from uh, like in a different personality strengths. And that's taking you away from what your actual genius is. And so, um, yeah, it's a long discussion, this one. But um, what I would say is it's super important to know that you have your own unique pathway that will best develop you in your most inspired ways. And it's important to um, discover what that is and develop yourself in that way. And that is when you really make traction. You know, before that, I was spinning wheels. I was getting like, you know, shiny object syndrome. Maybe I'll do this. Maybe I'll do that. Oh, let's try this. Let's try that. And it wasn't until I really discovered and went down this pathway of knowing myself on even um, even the neuroscience of my personality that everything clicked and I had this sense of peace, clarity, direction, centeredness, confidence, um, that I knew what the right pathway forward for me was, right? So, um, and we're all different in that regard. So, that's why another reason why I'm super passionate about this work is because I feel like it's such, it's the greatest gift. If you look at my journey, I never knew what the hell I wanted to do with my life. I envied those who had such clarity and direction over who they, who they were or what they wanted to do, like, you know, the amazing musician at school who was definitely set to do that or 
the mathematician or, you know, or the scientist or whatever it was. And I was just kind of across all the boards, but nothing was like really sticking out for me. And that's why, again, you know, like this is um, a passion for me is giving people that gift that I would have loved a lot earlier on in my life, you know, um, to be able to go, hey, here's how you're amazing. These are your strengths. And here's how some weaknesses can come into play, but here's how to mitigate those. And here's how to direct your life and design your life in a way that will ultimately allow you to play to your greatest strengths, make the greatest um, impact and keep you in that energetic inspiration that's authentic to you as well. Amazing. You just hit on something so big because the truth is you will only commit to something for the long term when you know that it's fully aligned with your vision in your full authentic self. And when it comes to marketing, people can tell the level of conviction you have and passion believing in what you have and not just in what you're delivering, but in how you're showing up for yourself. I mean, the best way to inspire others is to be the living proof. I always tell all my clients, like, you're the ad. So if you live your best life, it'll automatically be so much easier to put yourself out there in a way where people are inspired because they want to see you happy. They want to see you succeeding. And it's not like it's just going to be the highlight reel. It's not about that. You can still be authentic. But... Especially if you're providing a service uh, that's transformational, people are seeking a specific result, you have to be in integrity with what you're promising. It's not going to be as effective if you're preaching to an audience on something and then you're walking the opposite way. Your subconscious would just, will just not let you perform at your full potential. It'll show in your eye expressions, it'll show in your voice. And people can, people can tell, they can smell the BS. Oh, what you're saying right now is actually the difference between me, like when I started off as a coach and I was working with my then partner, like we put so much energy and effort into it and I loved it. Like every, I wouldn't take any part of it back, but we never really got any traction right. And it wasn't actually until I started my own business and I actually just came up, I was like, you know what? Um, I had a business coach say to me, you should be doing Facebook lives every single day. And then I was like, I got off that call and I was like, okay, I'm just going to do it. Like, you know, and I started writing a list of like, oh, what are some topic ideas and whatever. And then I just said, you know what? If I don't do it now, you know, inaction is going to breed fear and doubt. I'm just going to do it now. And I hit record and I literally did a Facebook live for like um, two and a half years. And the only reason every day, And the only reason I stopped was because I did a 10-day silent meditation retreat. But why I mention that is because my intention when I hit record was I'm just going to show up authentically from the heart sharing my true personal experience. And basically, um, I'd previously been hiding behind a brand, right? This, you know, different brand. Like nobody knew if it was me writing things or my partner writing things or, you know, it was always us together and it was never really fully authentic because it was kind of this merged kind of thing. And when I stepped out 
in this authentic from the heart kind of place and consistency, I started building really empowered relationships. I've still got clients from, who've been watching me from day one. Um, and I actually just had um, a group coaching session this morning. And I'm very grateful for the community that I do have and am building there because they're very, um, my success is their success, their success is my success. And, I, you know, it wasn't planned this way, but I actually had um, all of them uh, share with me like why they were with me still. And basically they were all saying, they all said the same thing. You know what, like um, uh, like the reason for the longevity of our coaching relationship is because you're so authentic. And to me, that's like the greatest compliment um, because I lived so much of my life being inauthentic. I lived so much of my life being uh, in total disconnection with who I was in and living to the expectations of other people and wanting so badly to have connection, but feeling totally alone, you know, and there's nothing more empowering to yourself or to your business than being fully authentic. Um, and you, you know, that's what makes life meaningful and it's all about relationships and you've got no relationship at all. If you're not being truly authentic, who's that person connecting with, you know, and even if you do get the so-called surface level connection, um, all it really does is reinforce to your deeper fear that you're not lovable, um, as the truth of who you are. Right. And, um, and basically I've, that's been one of the most empowered shifts that I've had um, is the power of authenticity and building true connection and relationship. That is so important. So many clients think that when they're starting out, they just got to get going. I just got to get clients. It doesn't matter where they come from or what niche it is or what they're really looking for. Anybody will work. Anybody that I can help, right? Especially when they're doing a transition where they either really badly want to get out of their own job or... They quit their job, so they, they got to make ends meet really quickly, right? And the thing is that authenticity is not just important for marketing because it, it does work best. But when you think about it, if you want to have a business where you're inspired to go at it every day and you're going to be working with these people a lot, you're going to get to know each other at a very deep level. The last thing you want is to get into a situation where you don't even look forward to serving the people that you're getting, right? Like if you get into this mentality of, well, I just want to help anyone that gives me money, you may run into that issue. You may run into this situation where you're like, I don't even like my clients. And that's why I'm curious. What steps did you take to produce more authenticity out of putting yourself out there when you're starting out? Totally. So firstly, I just want to say, if you make it about money, you lose. If you have a scarcity mindset, you lose. I That's what I, I did, you know, for the first setting it up um, for the first probably three years of my business was very, oh, how are we going to make money? We've got to learn the business side of things and all that sort of stuff. And, and that's why we couldn't make traction. Part of what like everything took off for me when I showed up authentically. And what happened for me was I made it bigger than just myself. Like I get so many amazing people who want to do what I do reaching out to me. And basically they all say the same thing. Oh, I'm too scared to do a Facebook live or I'm too scared. How do you like have the confidence or the courage to do that or this or that? 
And the answer is simple. I make the purpose of what I do much larger and bigger than my own insecurities and my fears. And that's actually what resonates with people. You know, like I'm not doing it um, because, you know, it's all about me and I've got to get something. That's why you're in fear. When I go beyond that and it's I want to make a really meaningful impact in the lives and the hearts of anybody that I get to touch, whether that is on an individual level or on a Facebook Live to a bunch of people I can't see or in a group, um, you know, that's my purpose. And so that that will pull you through. And to me, um, you know, like everything is relationship. Every time you get on camera, every time you share a message, it's all in building a relationship and you can't build a relationship when you're just trying to get something from somebody. You've got to be able to show up and want to give authentically, not from a I'm going to be depleted after this kind of Oh, I'm just going to give it all so that you can eventually give me something back, right? And I'm going to empty my tank so that, and then expect you to give me something back. No, it's you got to fill up your own tank and you've got to have that overflowing with passion and purpose for something bigger than just you. And then everything that you do starts to resonate with the people around you. Because all of us, whether you're in personal development or not, we can smell BS a mile away, right? We've all got that kind of meter. And the most attractive quality, I believe, um, and anybody listening to this can try this on for size, I believe it's authenticity. There's nothing more um, enlivening to the soul when somebody's just being absolutely truthful to who they are. Um, and basically, this is another thing like, I speak with a lot of coaches who um, they think they're, yeah, you mentioned it, imposter syndrome, right? They don't think they're ahead enough of the game um, and they've got to get to a certain place to be able to share. And I'm just like, what? Like I want to take people on an authentic growth journey. I show up on my lives and I get to, I get to, that's my mindset. I get to practice my muscle of authenticity and courageous vulnerability, you know, to share my true authentic growth journey with the people who want to listen to that in the hope that that actually inspires them. Because if you just become this all shiny object who's the guru on the mountaintop, people don't connect with that. People don't resonate with that. They might think, wow, like that's so amazing that you're doing that, but they don't see the connection point with how they can do that. And and that might attract a certain quality of person and that might, you know, uh, nurture your ego a bit. But if you're somebody here who wants to truly make a meaningful difference, you've got to be a human being. You've got to share your own humanness. And it's not about being challenge-free. It's about how do I navigate challenge? How do I grow? How do I use everything in expansion? How do I um, apply this? How do I step forward with courage? And that inspires any human being when they see people grow, progress, break through. Look at any movie, right? Any movie has got somebody breaking through, right? The hero's journey, um, you know, and that's what that's why we're enlivened by it. 
It's even watch, you know, some of those reality television shows like The X Factor or something. We want to see somebody break through, um, you know, and um, and that's what touches hearts and that's what inspires us to be empowered in our lives and everybody wants to be empowered because everybody wants to be loved for the truth of they, who they are and they all want to make a meaningful difference, um, whether they're a coach or not, in any human being at any level. So we all want to improve and we all want to grow and, um, you know, basically as Tony Robbins would say, progress equals happiness. We all need to feel like we're growing and we want people around us who inspire us to do that and they inspire us by being authentically and courageously vulnerable um, and sharing their real journey. Absolutely. And that's why what I've seen for many coaches work well is not just sharing the authenticity in their lives, but also using stories to complement with just a little bit the everyday things like the view you're enjoying or even the meal you're having. And it's not to say that you're just going to take pictures of plates like back in the day when Instagram was new, right? It's not really a thing anymore. But you could talk about why you're living a certain lifestyle or why you're doing a certain diet. Talk about your goals, right? And it's just it goes along with what you were saying. Where in your lives, you can talk about your challenges. You could talk about your wins, and how you're working through the challenges. Maybe sometimes you haven't figured it quite out just yet, but you're working on it, right? And I've seen your audience respond really well to that because they find it relatable, right? They go, oh, wait a second. It's not just this person on the high horse where we can't reach it. And I like to say it's you got to be ahead enough of a distance where you can be seen as a leader, but not so far ahead where you're too far away from arm's reach, where it's you're, you're like it's like unattainable. So you have found that really nice balance between being an authority and a leader, but also staying relatable. Yeah, I appreciate that feedback. And again, it just, like I, I said, it's a get to. I'm so grateful um, that I I feel like my audience gives me a platform, you know, to practice my muscle of authenticity, which is so meaningful to me because of what I've shared with, with you, you know, like not being a leader of my own life, not being authentic, not knowing who the hell it was that I, wa- that I was. Um, now it's just like I'm so grateful to wake up and deliver that gift over and over and over again. And, um, you know, it's something that I would do. I show up on Facebook Lives. I'm not getting paid for that. I do them all the time. I love it. Like I, I am truly grateful for the people who give me a platform to do that. And I think it's so important. That's not true for everybody. That doesn't have to be everybody's ideal medium that they deliver their message. But we all want to identify what that is for us so that we can channel that energy and that inspiration. And um, yeah, I think that's um, really important. And you know all the technical stuff about um, stories and stuff like that. Um, but yeah. Everybody has a different way, it seems. And of course, I just mentioned one, but I do believe we have an interesting way to approach your lives, this organic manner. And I say that because a lot of people ask me, what's the formula? You know, what's the secret? What are the steps? What are the craziest steps about doing lives? And 
The reality is that you could just turn on the record button and get better results from just spontaneously going live than having the formulas. Yes, there are formulas, and yes, they work for specific purposes, but there's nothing wrong with just being fully authentic in the moment, enjoying just sharing, just living your purpose and your mission and living your passion so that it radiates and people can tell. So while the formulas and the steps will definitely elevate your game when it comes to marketing, you can still start where you're at with whatever you've got. You don't need to know all the steps. And I say that because I still hear a lot of people saying, no, 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 I don't want to start. I just don't know exactly what I'm doing and I just don't feel comfortable with that. Excuses to cover up the fear of not being good enough. Simple, right? Like um, that's why, again, like my personal advice from my perspective would be uh, like you've got to make this thing bigger than just you. You've got to be on a mission, not just a business. You know, you've got to have the mission that holds and encompasses the business and the strategy. And um, as you know, personally, like I'm, I'm much better in the mission side of things than the strategy. And that's something that I'm reincorporating. Um, but basically, um, I've, I just have such a, um, such a knowing from my own experience that if, you, if we get you tapping into what you're inspired by, like you're unstoppable, you all figure out the strategy. It'll work, right? Like if you just try, if you just heavily rely on strategy, but you're not tapping into your authenticity or your inspiration, you're just going to become another number like all the other people trying to follow a strategy. Um, so I don't think you can skip over that. I think that's the detail but we've got to get you the global vision and the mission. Um, and then, uh, you know, strategy will work itself out. But at the end of the day, um, in this industry, it's all about relationship building. It's all about trust. You've got to show up authentically and you've got to be consistent in however that is for you. Um, and, yeah, I can't get away from the fact that if you tap into what inspires you and spend the time to really discover that and develop it, you'll be able to deliver it um, in a way that uh, will be really organic. Like I've grown, I have not spent one cent on any marketing stuff. Like I haven't had a strategy mindset. I'm at a point where I know if I want to um, expand what I've already developed foundationally, I absolutely need to get into the strategy and I need to maximize like those steps. But I don't think you start there. I think you have to you have to come with the vision, the mission, the heart, the inspiration, and then get strategic about how to expand that. Um, but yeah, if you again, if it's a relationship, you know, what relationships inspire you the most? Are they the ones that are transactional where you can tell somebody's trying to get something from you all the time, right? They're, they're trying to like gameplay you or something? Or are you most inspired by really authentic, deep, vulnerable relationships where that person is actually really wants to learn about you and be fascinated about you and support you towards your success and vice versa? Like, you know, we can't separate uh, quality of relationship that we would want in our personal life from our business relationships and with our clients and, um, and everything. So, yeah, that's my passionate response to your question. 
Are there any last few tips that you would give to someone that is looking to connect at that meaningful level to either start getting their first clients or just grow their clientele? Um, I would say I feel like I'm kind of reiterating myself. You've got to clear the past to make way for the future. You've got to make sure that why you're doing what you're doing is in alignment with the truth of who you are, not just the expectations of society, not just trying to make money, not just trying to prove somebody from your past wrong, not just you know trying to prove that you're a valuable human being by what you do or what money you make or how many likes you get or whatever it is. You have to absolutely work on you you know and that starts with awareness that moves into transformation and the ultimate end game is to be a, a massive contributor so that you can get to the end of your life regret free not living to the number one regret of the dying right living a life with cur- courageously that's in alignment with you but you've got to discover who that is you've got to develop your strengths and then you get to deliver on um, all that contribution and making a meaningful difference and connecting with people at the deepest level that you're humanly possible. That would be, um, yeah. I don't know if that's detailed enough for you, but um, I think we have to look at it from a larger perspective. Yes. As far as I can tell, it's come pretty amazing for you. Would you mind sharing with the audience how you've progressed with your business? Yeah. I mean, well, as you guys heard, like I started off being on the total wrong path somebody else chose for me. I dove into this whole world of, you know, at that time it was like I wanted to live the laptop lifestyle, right? And it was more secondary all the support I was going to offer. Now the transition is, um, you know, really uh, coming from the inside out rather than the outside in. What I do is showing up um, for like what's authentically um, authentic to me, connecting with others, contributing from my own humanness, not trying to get something. And basically, um, I'm really grateful uh, for the quality of my community, the people that I attract. Honestly, like I, I say to them all the time, they're more like family um, beyond friendships. And um, they're the quality of people who are very open. It's kind of what the world is missing at this point, right? It's really open-minded, intelligent conversations where nobody is threatened by the differences. We're actually expanded by everybody's differences. And I'm really grateful for, yeah, that level of um, quality connection in the community. We're global. Um, We're in, yeah, over 35 different countries um, and we go deep. And to me, it's like, you know, you don't get to pick like your family or, um, you know, your network when you're growing up so much outside of maybe school and things like that. And, you know, the world's shifted and changed now. And I feel like um, it's an opportunity not just to connect with like minds, but just open minds for our own expansion. So, um, yeah, I'm grateful for that. And obviously I've had the freedom to live how I want for the past, uh, I, I mean, I haven't worked in the corporate arena since 
2010. So, um, yeah, I've been doing my own thing for a long time now and very grateful for that and the freedom that I get to travel the world when we're not in lockdown um, and the corona's not around. You know, that's changed things a little bit. But still to be able to connect with amazing human beings and, you know, make the meaningful difference that inspires me most authentically. Beautiful. And I do see you have plenty of members on that Facebook group of yours, right? What's it called? Uh, yeah, so there's the Limitless Potential community where just all open-minded people want to go and connect and, uh, you know, build a network of people who want to actually support uh, and challenge everybody in that group to become their best, right? Full of growth seekers um, and people who aren't threatened by other people's success. In fact, they see how that actually impacts them and inspires them to reach new levels of their potential as well. Beautifully said. So I'm going to go now with rapid fire questions, short answers, and it doesn't have to be all business, but just keep it in mind uh, what the audience can relate to, of course. If you were to now give yourself advice to yourself back when you were starting out, what would you have said to yourself back then? Um, when I was first starting out, I would just say, trust yourself. Self-belief is everything. And you're only going to develop higher levels of self-belief by taking action in your most inspired direction. So just roll with it. You don't need to know everything. Beautifully said. What's the best advice you've ever been given? The best advice I've ever been given um, would probably be, and I don't know if anybody has ever given this advice to me or not, but um, basically it's been to get off the wrong path to discover what the right one is. And I think that kind of came from a series of different books and experiences at the time. And um, so I think it was probably from a bunch of different sources, um, but that, that was the end result. And yeah, best advice to follow. What scares you? What scares me is, oh, let's access some of the terror that I've um, been accessing more recently. I think the biggest thing for me is getting to the end of my life and knowing that I didn't give it my all, right? Like just being filled with regrets, uh, knowing that I didn't take the risks that I was inspired by, knowing that I didn't love to the depth that I could have, knowing that I made my fears and insecurities bigger than the contribution that I could have made. That terrifies me. Yeah. What inspires you the most? Uh, what inspires me is when uh, like kindness between strangers actually is the most inspirational thing for me like just being able to witness somebody break through to somebody else like really show love or kindness or um be able to wake somebody else up to their greatness um and with no expectation you know no asking for anything just because you're a human being who can see something and give something um that like i'm almost crying thinking about that that really inspires me it is one of the most beautiful things. What books are you reading right now? Top three. Okay. Um, okay. So there is an, um, the one that I'm listening to right now is called Irresistible, which is basically, I think his name is Adam Atla, um, basically how we're addicted to technology. Um, one I'm studying a lot right now is this one. It's called Figuring Out People. 
by Michael Hall, um, which is basically NLP, like looking at meta programs. And it's very, it's like a textbook actually. Um, and um, another one that I would, I don't know, they're the two that I'm focusing on the mo- at the moment, but I will just mention one of the best books that I've read recently, um, I'll include in this, is um, a book called Transcend. Scott Barry Kaufman, Dr. Scott Kaufman. Honestly, this book is amazing. Um, Basically, he brings a new science of self-actualization, which is what I help people do, actualize their potential. Um, And basically looking at um, Maslow's hierarchy of needs, but um, studying his life, um, and looking at the new science that even, uh, you know, steps that up a notch, which I find is foundational uh, if you're somebody who wants to grow and develop to your highest potential. Vanessa, thank you so much for joining us today. It's been such a pleasure. Where can people find you, learn more about you? Yeah, I love it. So um, best place is probably just my personal Facebook page. So this is probably not business strategy, but um, that's where I do my daily Facebook lives. And um, well, and um, yeah, connect with me there. Uh, You can come and join the Limitless Potential free community. um, If you want to connect with some really open-minded people who are really reaching for the next level of their potential. At the moment, because I get so many coaches or people who want to do coaching reach out to me and they want to start out, I find that a lot of them don't have a system. They don't know how exactly they're going to really take people on a meaningful journey um, and help them, you know, become their best selves or whatever's unique to them. And so I have a personality profiling certification course that I take people through, which starting out, if you're somebody who wants to really contribute, you want to become a coach, you want to support people on that level, um, it's always about, again, like, you know, becoming, uh, being aware of who you are, getting in alignment with what authentically inspires you. So you can become your own unique coach, right? Not this kind of, you know, cookie cutter mold of what you're learning from other people, but actually what's specific to you. So giving you that clarity and that direction and that alignment and that pathway to develop. And then what I also allow, um, what I teach people is um, with this personality profiling certification, they can become personality profilers. So they get to give this gift to other people and they know, you know, how it is that they can, each individual can uniquely develop themselves based on this framework and then, um, you know, contribute at their highest levels as well. And it gives people such a beautiful pathway uh, to really see that they're making a difference, not just kind of what a lot of um, coaching is about, which is, spontaneously jumping on a call, what's going on in your world. And then the next week, it's something totally different. And then coaching clients can get to a point where you've spent all this time with them and they're like, well, where have we gotten to, right? You've got to make it measurable and it's got to be like, I'm all about like like efficient, effective use of our time. Like we've got to hit the ground running. And that's why frameworks are so powerful. That's why having the tool in your tool belt to be able to profile anybody that you connect with and to know how their brain is wired, to know how they make their decisions, to know how they learn best, to know what their strengths and their genius is, and to give them that gift and to um, allow them pathways to develop and align with that. 
and then be able to, yeah, continue to give that gift to people. I think there's nothing more empowering than that. So I'm very passionate about helping leaders who want to create other leaders. I think that's um, that to me is the most inspiring thing. And I think that if we really want to have empowered change in this world, we have to become our own leaders and then the gift that we get to give others from that point is helping them become their own leaders too so we can be empowered and move in a positive direction. And for anybody who would like to learn more about personality psychology and how you can discover what your cognitive functions are, how you can discover what your genius is and use that as the not one size fits all of personal development, kind of get your tailored plan. I've got a free three-part video series um, that you can check out if you go to my website at vanessajanepatrick.com. Thank you so much for listening to the Masters of Influence podcast. If you got value from this episode, please leave us a review and subscribe so that you can enjoy the next episodes that are going to include a YouTube expert. They're going to include a product creation expert, vision, sales and marketing, everything and anything to help you grow your audience and your engagement so you can scale up your monetization. I will see you on the next episode.